This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. All right, welcome to the broadcast. Glad you are with us. Mike will join us in just a minute. And um, before we go to Mike, uh, he joins us. Don't forget about the uh, great sale we're having at MyPillow. Uh, we're having a buy one, get one free sale there right now. So what we're going to do is uh, go to the MyPillow store here in just one second. But remember, uh, there's graduations coming up. It's it's uh, coming up on May. A lot of the folks up north, they start getting out of school. Here, I'm sorry, here in the south, they start getting out of school about the middle, the first, the middle of May. So a lot of open houses are starting to happen, a lot of graduations. And then in June, it's under underway more up north so here's a chance to get some great resources some great products for those graduation gifts and those kids going to be heading off to college they're going to need all that stuff for the college dorm we got weddings coming up so maybe uh you say okay i, I bought some stuff brandon all right but they make great gifts for other people so consider uh consider going to my pillow and using the promo code l77 the what you need to do is go to frankspeech.com and click on the online store and mike joins us hey mike hey sorry i'm late i look at this i got my blue shirt on today we were filming my pillow commercials and <laughs> and uh my cmo she goes you got to go back to your blue shirt it's tradition <laughs> i said okay i'll wear the blue shirt so so here i am and i got a closet full. people used to think that's all i used was blue shirts brandon back in the day and uh so we just filmed all the buy one, get one free ads that are going to be coming out. You know, we tested them right here, right here on Frank's Speech. Um, why don't we why don't we pull that up, Brandon, show right. everybody what we're talking about. We go to frankspeech.com, um, click on the online store tab right there, online store. You're going to get specials here at Frank. You won't find anywhere else. There it there is, know. right there. Look at this, you guys. These are the commercials I filmed today. You're going to see all over. Uh, you got the, you got the, um, uh, the okay. my pillows. And you've got the my pillows. You got the premium my pillows. That's a buy one get one free. You got the Giza bed sheets. Buy one get one free. We have all new colors there. So, or no, no, the Giza bed sheets. By the way, those are the buy one get one free. Those are closeouts. Um, uh, closeouts. Once those are gone, those are gone. I forgot about that. You need to get them right away tonight. Once those are gone, they're gone. And. Uh, uh, that's why they're such a they're on the buy one get one free. Then you have the Giza Elegance My Pillows. Those are gusseted. They're beautiful. They're the best. They're made out of the Giza, um, the Giza cotton. And then right there, the buy one get one free on the roll and goes. You guys, those are every you do have everything. We have kids Bible pillow stories on there. We have the with God all things are possible. The American flag Mount Rushmore, um, the Frank speech ones. And then you have the towels. Those are new colors that all came in. Uh, that's the buy one, get one free. And uh, and Brandon, go down a little further. There's, uh, uh, don't free. and then you're going to get uh, here. If you buy it here at Frank's Speech with L77 tonight, you get the free, my free book. Um, and uh, that's, uh, uh, that, and then you got the, my slippers or the slippers for 50% off. Um, and then you just got, as you keep going down, you got the bed toppers, which are amazing. We've got the new, and I want everyone to know, if you keep going, you know, we got all the Frank Speech stuff there too, the yard signs. We have bumper stickers. We have the coffee cups. We have the t-shirts. 
Um, I don't know where the bumper stickers are. We got to get them up there. And Caitlin, put, put, let's make sure we get the bumper stickers up there tomorrow because people keep asking me for that. Um, yeah, we'll get the bumper stickers. Um, uh, she's writing something down here. But um, yeah, Brandon, keep going down. You know, and then you get into all these things where the My Store, everybody. Remember, everybody, we are launching MyStore.com next week. This is historical launch. It's like a little mini Amazon. We hope it gets it bigger, bigger than them. Um, we've got entrepreneurs that have the they have their own products up there. USA products and or entrepreneurs, USA entrepreneurs. This is just a sampling of it, Brandon. You see, you have the the bionic wrench. You have the uh, the one guy with the uh, um, Declaration of Independence, the Constitution. If you go down a little further, there you have the freedom flags, all made in America. All these different kind of flags. You have uh, Freedom Coffee. You have the the Ignite Fire Starter. You guys, you, you for these for this spring for charcoal grills and 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 uh, um, fire and any any fires. You put it on there. You light it. It's better than fl lighter fluid. It's amazing. Um, and uh, then you have that my good friend Jim Hansel with his painting series, Illegally Blind Artists. They're absolutely amazing. And then we got. Uh, USA, it looks like socks there. You guys, it just keeps going on and on. But uh, anyway, Brandon, um, the night, uh, everybody, by the way, use the promo code L77, everybody, L77. Support at, here at Frank's Beach, support uh, Lindell TV. And I do want to say this, and by the way, everybody, yes, I just got off set with my blue shirt. If you're just coming on, this isn't going to be a normal thing. I didn't have time. I'm running in here. Okay, let's check, text me. Hurry up, hurry up. We're going live. Um, I want to do a, sh a call out here because we just, uh, we've got great news. Um, uh, we're going with the injunctions. We're going, remember, we're going to these other states, starting with South Dakota. But we just did, you know, we did the one in uh, um, Arizona. And these are going to be, they're going to cost money, but they're going to be what's going to help get rid of the machines, everybody, and they're going to work. Everyone says, well, what are you doing with all the evidence? Here we go. Let's go. That's, so what you can do to help out, Brandon, pull up on Frank's speech to Lindell. I want to go through a couple of things here. Tonight's going to be all promotions, you guys. Um, we, we need your help. Um, um Okay, right there. We'll do it. We're going to go through a couple things here. If you see down there the Lindell Legal Offense Fund, that square, um, you can click on that. Brandon? Brandon, are you there? Okay. I must have lost Brandon. Logan. Anyway, everybody. Logan, uh, can, he, can you hear me, Mike? I Mike? can now. Okay, just a second. Okay. Logan, Logan, we need to get on the phone. Player one has just disappeared. So okay. the people that are All on, right. the people that are on are likely still on. There's no problem with them, but player one just disappeared. So player two is all that's there right now. So they're going to fix that, Mike. Whatever that means, everybody. <laughs> okay. You mean Lindell TV one and Lindell TV two? Yeah, TV two box is still there, but I just noticed when I went to Frank's speech just in the last 30 seconds, box one just disappeared. Can you check it? Yep, there's only one. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, then we're not live on TV. Well, I think some of the people that are, the, 
if people if people are on the app and it's on their desktop, it saves and they're still with us. So anybody, anyone new coming on wouldn't get that player. So the current audience is still with us. No, that I don't believe so. Because okay, well anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Brandon, go to the website, please. Okay. And, uh, um, and we um, can you do a push notification, please? Um, they, uh, don't, we'll do a, wanna, well, don't you want to wait till? Yeah, why don't we wait that? to do a push? Yeah. Let's wait. To, let's wait on the push notification. Okay, Brandon, go to the uh, oh. now. The look at that fake news. The fake news can now make fun of us out there. Boy, there was a technical difficulty. Everybody, that'll give them something to write about, Brandon. But by the you way, know? my uh, Logan has a good point. On the app, it's fine. So if you do a push notification, brings them to app, you're fine because we're fine. Linda one and two are fine on the app. Okay. Yeah. Well. One service is unavailable right now. I can't do it. Yeah, we can't do it. They're not letting us do it. Okay. Won't, won't do you, it. Um, what do you want to show here? Is, we, why, wait now. Why don't you, um, since we're live, is there any way to push this to Lindell TV too? And we'll move, uh, since yeah. Stu Peters is taped, we move him. We move that to. Did you hear that, Logan? Um, Logan? Throw. Okay. Otherwise, Mike says also throw us on Lindell TV too. He's on the phone. No, with put us on there, and we'll, and we'll move that. We'll push back, uh, Stu, because it's taped uh, right after, or when okay. we get it up and running. Okay, he's in the. He's on the phone with uh, the guys that are fixing that problem. But okay, what you, why we're doing this? Yeah, why we, we're doing this? Please pull up the website. And by the way, we're still we're getting texts that we're still on Roku. Fine. Brandon, too, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, Brandon. Okay. Put, yeah. Pull up the. Pull up the web. Okay, everybody, uh, while we're waiting to get up online here, if you scroll down a little bit here, if you scroll down a little bit, um, um, right there, the Lindell Legal Office Fund, everybody, you guys can help. Uh, the LindellLegalFund.org, you guys, we need help for all of these states we're going to do um, and uh, to get this, to get rid of these machines and help save our country and all the other stuff we're do that we're doing out there. Um, every dime goes towards helping our country. This isn't my fund for any of the legal stuff I have going on because uh, remember, I, I asked them to sue me. That's between me and them. Um, we uh, they'll be they'll be uh, behind bars hopefully soon, uh, getting these machines melted down. Uh, so the Lindell Legal Offense Fund, Brandon, you want to click on that? Yep. Okay, we're back with one and um, one and two. So we're back. We're good. Okay, All right, good. Go. All right, everybody. This is uh, this is uh, um, this helps save our country. I mean, this is uh, um, God has blessed me with a platform to be a voice for the freedom. Uh, what does this say there? I can't hardly read it, Brand. The incredible. God has blessed say? me with a platform to be a voice for freedom. This incredible exposure has resulted in me becoming like a hub of a wheel for information. Individuals and groups have reached out to me from all over the country, telling me of the efforts they're doing to help save our country. I have vetted these efforts, lawsuits, and projects. I guarantee you that 100% of every dollar donated to the Lindell Legal Offense Fund will go to the most urgent causes at this time. God bless Mike Lindell. Well, there you go. Thank you all. And you guys, please help out. Even if it's five, ten dollars everything will add up and get us through to get all these dates done. Um, Brandon, go back now. I want to show everybody what they else can do to help out here. Excellent. Oh, by Brandon. the way, Mike, I think I just got a text from our guys, uh, Walter Doherty. Doherty. They're both standing okay. by ready to go. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Well, that's... Uh, um, 
That was what, yeah. That's what you're going to have on tonight. I forgot all about that. Um, when that's, you bring why I, on, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, why don't you bring them on and start going through? Um, this will give me a chance. I have one thing. Remember, I rushed in from another set. Um, I I have to run in. I have to click. I have to get on another electronic thing. I have to turn on, and then I can come back here. Uh, if you can bring them both on, Brandon, and go through yep. what they have, the letters they have, and explain it to my to the audience. Uh, you guys, um, um, you got to really pay attention on this. This is amazing, amazing evidence and stuff that these guys have had. They've been a part of. Uh, do you have both of them that were part of the uh, looking inside the Dominion machines? Uh, uh, we've got both of them, yes. Okay, awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Um, um, Facebook live here. I'll, I guess I'll just uh, turn you towards the camera. How's that? I wonder if they can see you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Brad. All right, Brad. Logan, take me off screen and uh, and I'll be right back. Thank All you. Right. All, All right. right. All right. Walter and um, help me out with the names here, guys. Walter and Cindy Butler. And oh, and Cindy. Hey, guys. Hey, Cindy. Hey. All right. Well, uh, we were just we're, we're kind of running tonight with a lot of different uh, directions, but we're going to get focused, more focused here. All right. So I just brought something up on the screen. Do you guys want to explain this? Sure. This is uh, Cindy's favorite graph to uh, explain the difference between a good mail-in election and a bad, questionable mail-in election. Cindy? Well, what we did is we had CBR records, which are records inside the machine. Um, each record is an individual ballot and they're numbered or their ID is sequential from one to say 500,000. And we put them in groups of 200, which is similar to a batch size. And then we calculated the proportion for Biden and the proportion for Trump then we calculated the odds ratio, and which is just a, a uh, ratio of proportions. And then we calculated the cumulative ratios. Um, now, if, this, uh, if there was nothing controlling the outcome of the ballot results, you would have a line that looks something like what is on the top plot or the second plot. If you have something controlling the outcome of the ballots, it would look more like the bottom plot. So can you tell a difference between the top two and the bottom one, Brandon? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Huh. What, what do you see? Well, the one at the top is going straight across and the one in the bottom is taking a straight dive. Yes, and so if there were if there was nothing controlling the outcome it would look like one of the top two but it is uh something controlling it. it is the it's the bottom one and guess which one was the actual result from the actual records that we analyzed the bottom one exactly meaning the elections were manipulated the outcome of the ballot result was controlled or manipulated somehow and you kind of jumped to our final conclusion and stole Walter's thunder. He was going to take, take you through a couple steps before that. So, Well, I'm sorry, Walter. Let me go to uh, Walter sent over a few items today. Uh, I, I just pulled them up in the order that they came in on the email. 
Uh, but let me pull up the next item. He sent some gorgeous website uh, or graphics. Can you also tell us while I'm pulling up the next one, do you guys have a website? Either one of you have a website you want to promote? Uh, I post I on you I don't? post on Telegram as Dr. D presents, dr underscore d underscore presents. Okay. And how about you, Cindy? I don't have a website. Okay. All right. So before we go to your graphic, tell us what you're about to tell us while I bring up that graphic, doctor. Um, okay. The thing that we analyzed here to begin with is the mail-in voting in Pima County, Arizona. So I know Maricopa County has gotten the lion's share of the attention uh, because that's the largest county, uh, the Phoenix area. But Pima County and the Tucson area is the second largest. And the mail-in ballots, no matter where they are in the country, are mailed out at random times. Well, back up. People request a mail-in ballot at random times. That request is delivered to the election office at random times. They mail back a mail-in ballot at random times. The voter fills it out at random times and mails it back at random times. So when you tabulate mail-in votes, there shouldn't be any pattern. So this is one of the things that uh, Mike Lindell is fond of saying is uh, look for deviations. Yes. Uh, another way of saying that is that in, when you want to know what's happening, the two questions you want to ask are what's there that shouldn't be there and what's not there that should be there. And if you answer those two questions, then you have a good idea of where to concentrate your efforts. So in the previous show that we did with you and Jeff O'Donnell, we actually looked inside the machine in Mesa County, Colorado, and saw what happened during the election. What we're talking about tonight is looking at the output of the machine and seeing what we can deduce from that. Excellent. So, so you know the verse, by their fruits you shall know them. So right. when you're looking at the data coming out of the machine, you say, well, is this a pattern that ought to be there or is it a pattern that shouldn't be there? Well, let's look at your first slide. Uh, so that's kind of consistent with what, what we were just talking about with Cindy, correct? Uh, yes. So the, uh, well, actually, let's see, I think you're on... I think you jumped ahead. Uh, see if you can pull up the mail-in ballot counting was manipulated, part one, revision two. All right, pull down my, there you go, guys. All right, so, because I've got, I've got a few presentations here you guys have sent me. All right. Okay, this one is called what, I'm sorry? Mail-in ballot counting was manipulated, part one, revision two. Okay. I got that right here, in fact. All right, there we go. Is Go that... to the first graph in that paper. Okay, so this is the paper we actually looked at last graph. night. Okay, is that is that it right there? Yes, that's it. Okay, okay, those two graphs. That's good. That's good. Okay, now you'll notice at the far left of each graph, at the beginning of the counting, there are a few little wiggles. So zoom in on the left end of that purple line, and you'll see some wiggles there. Yeah. And the reason for that is because when you start counting, you haven't counted very many votes, 
and the next vote can change it quite a bit. So let's say the first four votes were for Biden, then he had 100%, and the fifth vote was for Trump. Now that drops Biden's percentage from 100% to 80%, which is a drop of 20%. That's one-fifth because you have five votes. So it can change it quite a bit. But by the time you have tabulated 50,000 votes, the 50,000 first vote can change it by at most 150,000, which is very small. And what that means is after the initial wiggles in the line, it settles down very quickly and is basically flat to the end of the election. You what, are these, what are these little bumps here and here and here? Uh, those are variations in the proportion in a particular batch. Okay. So one batch so the, the fine, zoom out so you can see the whole purple graph. There you go. So the final ratio was 1.57, let's call it 1.5. That would be odds of three to two of saying that Biden got 60% of the votes, three out of five, and Trump got 40% of the votes, two out of five. Uh, we're ignoring the third party and write-in votes because that's a very, very small amount. So. The, at the beginning, you might see something that was 1.4 or 1.6 uh, in the middle where it bumps up a little and then bumps back down. It might be 1.58 or 1.56, but it's getting closer and closer to the final ratio of 1.57. And, and this is why good polls work or statistical sampling. So when Frito makes a million bags of potato chips, they do some checks on all of the bags, but they pull off a certain number of bags to open them up and analyze every single potato chip to see if it's the quality that it ought to be. And if that sample, that random sample is good, then they have a pretty good confidence that the whole batch is good. Okay. So this is what you would see. This is the votes from Pima County, Arizona, which are mailed out randomly, arrive randomly, which means they should be counted randomly. So the first 50,000 votes ought to be a very good estimate of what the final result is going to be, and sure enough, it is. So after the first few wiggles, it's basically flat. Now go over to the right-hand side, the green graph. This is exactly the same set of votes, they've just been shuffled again. So now again, you see some slightly bigger wiggles at the beginning because of a small number of votes counted so far, but it settles down very quickly to 1.57 or between 1.56 and 1.58. So it's basically flat to the end of the election. That is what randomly arriving mail-in votes counted should look like. Now go to the third graph. This is what was actually reported in Pima County, Arizona. Wow. So again, zoom in on the left-hand end. You see at the start, we have some big wiggles, but look what the ratio is. The ratio is about 3.3 to one. It's not a very, very close to the final ratio of 1.57. And after these wild swings, now zoom out so you can see the whole graph you can see it's almost exactly a straight line going from about 
3 to 1 down to about 1.5 to 1, which is a factor of 2. So this is definitely manipulated. And, and, and how did you... How do you build these graphs? What did you do for this lay, us lay people? What did you do to build these graphs? Is this? Uh, well, we started with the cast vote record, as Cindy said. So this is a, simply a report of how each ballot voted. So there's no identifying information of the voter ID, name, address, social security number, nothing like that. All it is is a spreadsheet which says the first ballot voted this way for president, this way for senator, this way for representative. And the next row on the spreadsheet says the next ballot voted this way for president, this way for senate, this way for representative. So it's just rows in a spreadsheet and, and each row represents one ballot. And then when you finally graphed it, when you graph the spreadsheet, this is what it looks like. So to produce the graph, you take the cumulative number of votes. So for after the first batch of 200 votes, you take the ratio of the number of Biden votes to the number of Trump votes. And like I said, it was about three, three to two. Go ahead, Cindy. Um, I was going to say that the, the next file with five plots would also answer that question. Okay, the next file. Are you saying the next file as in the go to the next file? The whole, the, yeah, okay, let me do this. It's then. the one that says plot sequential groups of 200. Okay, I got well, that. Right. Why he's, he's doing that, you guys? Why he's doing that? So, so this shows um, this 100% shows a manipulation or an algorithm of the election. Is that correct? It definitely shows manipulation. Now, how the manipulation was done, we don't know because we haven't looked inside this machine like we did look inside the machine in Mesa County, Colorado. Okay. Okay. Does that mean it could be so manipulated this... manually? I mean, could someone do this manually? Well, it, well if... it's too complicated oh. to be done by hand. So there was a program that did it. But whether the program right, was right. run in advance of the election, during the election, or after the election, we don't know right, because right. we haven't seen inside right. the machine. Okay. So, so in other words, what, what he's asking you is, this is, uh, um, if there was no... If there was no computers or machines, and this was done by hand, it would be almost impossible, or would it be impossible, to do this with a hand hand ballots, hand counted? Would it be impossible to do it? When you say it couldn't be done by that, it has to be done by computers. Is that correct? That's right. It, the In order to achieve this result, you would have to have each group of 200 voters or votes in the case of these are mail-in ballots, you'd have to take all the mail-in ballots, divide them up into groups of 200, such that the first group was 79% Biden, the next group was 78% Biden, the next group was 77% Biden, all the way to election day. That just doesn't Impossible, happen. everybody, just so everybody knows. That's called, that's a big deviation, but it's also impossible. Um, well, so, Brad, pull up that pull up that next slide. There it is. Yeah, it's like going to Las Vegas and betting on red or black on the roulette wheel, and it comes up red five hundred thousand times in a row. Wow! Are you going <laughs> to bet on black the next time? <laughs> right, exactly. That's a great analogy, everybody. And you know what I always tell people? I'll go. You know, all the stuff in this election, 
you can tell people like in my county in Minnesota and say, you know what? Um, let's just say that there was no, it was a 99.9% turnout. Impossible. But everyone would go, well, it is possible because there's that 0.001%. But when you tell people that more people voted that live in the county, it becomes very real to them, you know, because it's impossible. Kind of like Pennsylvania, who had more votes than voters, everybody. Uh, but this is great news being able to see inside the machines and have mathematical, 100% mathematical evidence that this was a manipulated election. Uh, Brandon, pull that flyer or slide up so they can explain that next okay. one. There it is. Uh, no, now, go to that, that's, not the, that's not the right one. If you could go to the, uh, no, just close that one it out. It says plots sequential groups of 200. Mm. Okay, let me close a few of these. I got a lot of them open. All right. There it is. There it is. There it is. Hang on. Hmm. You're good at that, Brandon. I'd be all nervous here on live TV. <laughs> well, I was relaxed. You said that. That's the fourth one. Go to the third one here. I mean, he only has 37 tabs open on his browser. Well, you absolutely got that right. All right. It's got to be one of them. Okay. Is it okay? Okay, that's not it either. Tell me what. The name of the it, file is plot sequential groups of 200. Wait, wait. Subsequential 200 2022 screenshot. That's yep. it. Yeah, that's it right there. This is the one it should pull up. There it is. Finally pulled up. There we go. I clicked it like 10 times. I didn't want to pull up. There it is. Wow. Okay. What do we got here? So, so that is um, each dot represents one group of 200. And the blue, because it's blue, it's the Democrat dot. And in this case, this is the presidential contest. So each dot there is the proportion that favored the Democrat or Biden. So you can see right on the left side, it averages right around 75%, gets up to almost 80% for Biden. Then as you progress to the right, that is the sequential order of the records as they were recorded in the machine. And as you keep scanning, it goes down, down, down. So these now are not cumulative ratios. They're not ratios. These are the actual proportion or what percent favored Biden in that, two, in that batch of 200 ballots. And uh, if you look at, you can see some vertical lines there. They're purple and we labeled it election day. So you can see there's a trend downward and then all of a sudden election day happens and it drops completely down to 20% on average looks like about for so, Biden. So I'm gonna, right. So I want to, so I want to say something here. See if I got this right is to me, the mail-in votes, it was all manipulated. They were all, they were all crazy numbers for Biden in a straight line basically but going, going, down. going down to going down and then all of a sudden the real election or the election comes where they had to come in in person and they're basically 80 percent are for trump am i saying that right well so far 20 percent for biden on this plot if you want to see what trump's plots are that's the next plot but before we move it let me just show you what happens after election day which is usually when the provisional ballots are cast or the, you know, the last 
counting done until the last right. day of the canvas. And right. you can see that it bumped back up there right along where that linear trend was. So if you kind of wonder was something- are those, the, are, are those the overseas ballots? Could those possibly be the military ballots from overseas? It's possible. Whatever they counted after election day is, is in there. Um, before the vertical line is all the early mail-in voting. Wow. So wow. about 80%, it looks like about 80% of the votes came in before that. And then you can see the rest of the votes. So right. this is just the proportion that favor uh, Biden. So now let's do, I mean, my question was, I wonder what Trump's plot looks like. So that's what the next page is, Brandon. So there's Trump's page wow. and it is completely wow. So at the very first of the mail-in uh, ballots, he starts out at a percentage of 20% or 25% on average. And then slowly, you can actually see with your eyes little chunks of when they raise and a little more chunk of when they raise. So, but over time, uh, you can see it, you can see it um, increase. Now that, that dotted line in the middle there is the overall average. But if you right. zoom out, you can see that overall average really doesn't no. fit anything except one little batch of votes. It doesn't, it does not fit the trend that's going on. Right. Now, can I ask and you something you here? Um, can I ask something here while we're on this graph? So those, these are ballots coming in the mail-in votes over time. Yeah, it, now, if you, it's like flipping a coin. If you flipped a coin, if you flipped a hundred coins and they were, one was heads, one was tails, and you did it every day, you're going to have, um, you're going to, it's going to be a, almost a, basically a straight line. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have something going up or down during that because theoretically you're, you're counting a randomized group of votes every day. Is that correct? That's correct, except for one caveat, and, and that is that you're assuming you have a fairly balanced coin. And if right. you don't, then you <laughs> trend. Yeah, that's what I wanted to tell everybody. So what you're seeing here is a manipulated election inside the machines, everybody, where they have taken and said, okay, we're going to set... Um, Biden's votes and and uh, um, and Donald Trump's votes. Put them here, and this is the path they're going to take until you get to the election or the actual bill or the actual in-person day, which they can't manipulate them uh, as easy, probably as easy. I'll say as easy because you got you know they're in person, and because uh, they're just using names here, it's just names. Where, where you can put the, hey, we're going to have these names, we're going to have them do this. And then you have the mail-in, and then you have the after, the ones that came in later. Now, we have reason to believe that the, all the overseas votes that were used by email, they were all done by email. They weren't even done by, they were emailed in. And we have reason to believe, at least five of the states that we've had whistleblowers and stuff from that night, that they're all for Biden. These were just emailed votes in. And the ones that were done with the real ballot were for Donald Trump. That could explain that, that lift right after the election for Biden, you know? 
All right. Or at the end, the last one's the last one's counted. But uh, wow, this is uh, Brandon. Brandon, do you understand that what they just showed us here? I I think I understand it. I do have a question about the election day. I noticed you on this chart, Logan. Here, I noticed that you have there's election day right there. And you've why why did you go out of your guys' way to show us the results just on election day? How does that contrast to the other information? What does that tell you? Well, to me, uh, it looks like perhaps, well, I can see that there was a, a special cause going on during that time period. And perhaps the special cause was that there was no, ma no manipulation going on during that time period because all of the right. votes were recorded in batches uh, of precincts. So I don't have proof that that was what the cause was. All I know is when I, when I look at that data, I can tell something was different about that group of votes than the rest. Doctor? And, and it demands an explanation. Doctor, what do you think? Uh, yes, exactly. So if the votes before Election Day, which is basically the left three-fourths of the graph, were manipulated, and the votes on election day don't match that same rising or falling pattern, then the election day votes are more realistic. So they're more believable to be real votes than the ones prior to. Uh, go ahead and go to the next page of this graph. So uh, I just wanna explain what a what a ratio of proportions are. So if you were to take the blue dots on page one, which were the proportion for Biden, and divide it by the blue, the red dots on graph two, which were the proportion for Trump, you would get the black dots on this plot. Hmm. So this is just an odds ratio. Um, if you go to Vegas and you play the odds, that's what this is. Um, the proportion for Biden in the top, the proportion for Trump in the bottom. So if it's a 50-50 split, 50 for Trump, 50, or Biden 50 for Trump, that ratio would be one. 50 over 50 is one. And so there is a dotted line there at one. So you can see if it was 50-50 where those where those dots would fall. Anything above one favors Biden because we had him in the top, the, the numerator. Anything below one favors Trump. So we're one of the things people do when they're trying to put those two graphs together, the, the blue dots and the red dots, they divide them and you get one plot. And it also helps your, um, your eyes and your resolution pick it, it eliminates some of the variability so you can see the pattern even stronger. So what stuck out to me is I can still see a, a trend line going down, but look at what happens on election day. That, that is way below one, very different from the rest. And it also points out to me some special causes. So if you go up even, look up, I think right around 12, uh, above the election day, you'll see a point up there. Yeah, a couple of points up there. Those are specific precincts that had special 
causes of variation for for those three specific precincts right there something unusual was happening for those precincts now if you go down and look at all the rest of the precincts on election day below one well now that was like a common cause of variation something happened across all the precincts on election day so that's how i like to use this graph now, if you want to do what the television news does throughout the evening, they don't actually report it like this. They actually uh, accumulate all of these numbers together. So if you took the first dot and added it to the second dot for the second dot, you would, you would have how they report the news. They, they tell you what the percentage of votes is, the, the ratio at the beginning of the night and then as the night progresses they just accumulate it all and that's what the next plot is wow all right should we go okay. to the next one yes go to the next one uh-huh okay so now in green we have those cumulative ratios so that um, each one of those dots as you go to the right has more and more ballots in it. So the very last green dot on the very end has all the ballots in it. And that's what's reported at the end of the night. So when you accumulate those ratios, you uh, get rid of all of the variation and you just have a very nice pattern that your eyes can easily pick out and it's a straight line, pretty much, except for those twin peaks at the front and um, the, the, the dots varying right around the very first, uh, right around one. Um, there's a lot of variation at first because you don't have very much information. So you don't have very much data, so there's a lot of variation. But around about um, where the solid black lines are, we we fit a linear regression equation or we fit a linear line through it because we could tell it was a linear line and we got the regression equation. <clears throat> and then Dr. Dr. D, Dr. Walter, do you wanna explain the black lines, which uh, is a measure of accuracy? Uh, sure. Can you zoom in on the middle third of the graph? There you go. So you can see the green line, which is the cumulative ratio. That's the total number of Biden votes so far divided by the total number of Trump votes so far. You can see it very closely tracks that dotted red line, which is the trend line. It's as though this were a one lane road and your self-driving car is trying to stay in the middle of the lane. But because steering isn't perfect, there's a bump in the road, one tire is a millimeter uh, larger in diameter than the other tire. The car veers slightly off the center. And then when it does, you correct. But the corrections, what this graph shows is that the corrections get smaller and smaller as you get more and more votes. So it's not just that this path was controlled from about 3.3 to 1 down to 1.5 to 1, it's that it was controlled trying to follow a straight line. Doesn't now, if that you zoom back out you? and see the whole graph, you Doesn't can see another uh, analogy here. 
would be the airport is completely fogged in and the, your plane at the left end is trying to aim for the start of the runway, but it's completely fogged in and they can't see it. So there's an electronic signal from the end of the runway called a glide slope that says you're on the right path, which in this case would be the dotted red line, or you're too high or you're too low. So at the beginning you see, oh, you're too high, nose down a little bit. Oh, you're too low, nose up a little bit. But you, as you get closer to the start of the runway, the variations get smaller and smaller until you're exactly on, well, in the case of an airplane, it would be a three degree glide slope so that you exactly hit the start of the runway. You don't want to hit too soon in the mud and you don't want to hit halfway down the runway where you don't have enough runway left to stop. So right. what this graph shows with the, with the solid black lines that were extended dotted to the left is diminishing boundaries or curbs. So if you think of this as being a one lane road, like I said, to go back to the highway analogy, the road is getting narrower and narrower uh, and that forces you to get closer and closer to the straight line. Doesn't that so tell you that's all computer generated? Let me ask something here. So, so are you saying then that now explain this in votes. So if I'm, if, let me see if I got this. So in the beginning, it looks like there was a lot of front loaded votes for, uh, for Biden. That's what it looks like to me. And then as the computer would have to either give or take to keep it within that runway, because it already knows who the winner is and where it's gonna land. Is that correct? That's what it looks like. And this is, the, the two insights that helped me the most in this analysis were Ed Solomon saying, plot the ratio and not just the votes for Trump and votes for Biden. So the cumulative ratio here of total number of votes for Biden so far divided by total number of votes for Trump so far is what gives the insight that this is not a horizontal line like it ought to be for randomly arriving mail-in votes. So the first right. takeaway is the line isn't flat, it's sloped. Right. The second takeaway is not only is it sloped, but it's sloped closer and closer to a straight line as right. though there were a cruise control. And this is what Drazi right. Smith recognized from her background as a systems engineer, that uh, right. cruise control says, you're going too fast, take your foot off the gas, right. you're going too slow, put your foot on the gas a little more, except it's a computer that's doing it. And my example of the Cat 3 auto land when the airport's fogged in. So again, right. you just proved well, it by computer. You bring up, you bring up uh, Edward Solomon. Um, see, I, I'm very familiar with his work, and it was when he when he's explained it to me. The first, I had to hear it like three times back in the day, with all his uh, with with that those um, 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 fractions or whatever the the, the with uh, um, that he was the way he explained it. Here, it's so much easier. Everyone can see this. What we're saying, what what we're saying here, what you, what you're showing is, if you took a, a thousand votes that came in and you mixed them all up, you should have they should not be in this nice little straight line. 
and uh, like uh, like there's an algorithm or a set fraction to it. It should be a straight line. It looks to me, I mean, I mean it's pretty simple to say they were front loaded in the front, and you already knew who the winner was. You already know who the winner is, and you're just you're just changing votes. So do you think how can you in order to stay inside like you stay inside that runway, if you were if if you were to to do this, if you didn't have a computer doing it and you and votes are coming in, um, you would, let's just say you had this pile of votes, you'd almost have to sit there and change them by hand to make a match to get in that line. Once you to change, oh, now I need three Trump. Now I need six Biden. Is that correct? Uh, that would be one way to do it. So if if you let's take a, a smaller size number, this was over 400,000 mail-in votes, but let's just say there were a hundred votes that we, we were going to count and we planned ahead how many votes we wanted to have for each candidate at the end of the election. Now remember, it's not just who wins in a county, it's the total in the state has to be a majority to get the 11 votes for Arizona. So the whole state of Arizona has to add up to more Biden votes than Trump votes for Biden to get the 11 electoral votes or more Trump than Biden votes for Trump to get the 11 electoral votes. So that means that there's a, uh, for the state, and, and remember the total difference was very small at the end of the day in Arizona. I don't have the number in front of me, but it was ten, ten, something A little over 10,000. A little over 10,000. Okay, so you had a 10,000 vote difference for the whole state. Then if I were designing the election, I would d divide or pre-planning the election, I would divide that 10,000 extra votes up by the population of the counties and say, okay, this county needs to come up with this many extra votes and this county needs to come up with this many extra votes because Everybody in Arizona knows that Yavapai County is not going to vote for Biden. What, and so as long as Trump wins Yavapai County, people say, okay, uh, that's consistent with the voters who live in that county. But what they don't realize is that by reducing the number of votes that Trump won, that means it reduces the number of extra votes that Biden has to have to overcome that when you add up all the counties in the state. So you're right. correct about the peaks at the beginning. So it starts out right. way too high, about 3.3. And then you see a bump up, which means even more Biden votes percentage wise in batches. And then a All big dip loaded. down where there are more right. Trump votes in some batches. And then a big bump up, more Biden votes. And then it starts settling down to the line. So if I were pre-planning this and we just had 100 votes for the whole election, I would put a row of 100 chairs and put reserved signs on them and say, these first three are reserved for Biden, the next one's reserved for Trump, the next four are reserved for Biden, the next two are reserved for Trump, and so on. Right. And then as votes right. came in, I would just put that vote on the first chair that had that name on it. And then at the end right. of the day, I would say, okay, here are the ballots that match the chairs that I planned ahead of time. That's one way yep. uh, I could pre-plan right. an election. Well, 
Right. Well, here, just so everybody knows, this is exactly what happened in our whole country. A hundred percent. This is what happened. And you just said it very well. If you're going to spread it over a whole state, you're not going to take there was there was almost I believe it was almost 300,000 votes that down. I think it was even 400,000 that Donald Trump really won Arizona by. Now, you've got to spread that over the whole state. You've got to spread it over the whole state. So a red county, a red county but you expect Donald Trump to win, you just shave some off that. It's like shaving points off a basketball game. You're shaving points off of everything. What you don't want to show, if I'm running this big old algorithm, I don't want to show a big deviation. Like if I'm in, in Arizona, I'll give everybody an example. If I said, if I said Donald Trump won 3 million to Biden's 200,000, everybody would say, ah, wait a minute, there's a computer error. We wouldn't say that there was massive cheating where people ran out and, and voted for Donald Trump and scratched the name off. No, it would be a computer error. If it was reversed, 3 million for Biden, 100,000 for Donald Trump, people would say it's a computer error, right down to the counties. And in fact, the biggest deviation in the country that came out right away was Antrim County, Michigan, where there were 15,000 um, voters that, that voted in the county and, and it's a traditional 75% Republican county, and it was flipped on its head where only 25% voted for Trump. And then they're literally going around the next day going, who voted for Biden here? Come on, who, who's the guy that voted for Biden? I mean, it was a big deviation. And you guys have found here that everybody, if you're tuning in, this is what was inside the machines. This is what goes on inside the machines, the computers that are inside there and this is why we need to get rid of them. And this is why Arizona is the first preliminary injunction that was done. We're going to South Dakota next. We're going to go to every state as far as I'm concerned. Alabama. Alabama. This is interesting because these red states, Alabama, I was just in Ohio. Um, you know, you get to these states. I had a politician tell me in Ohio and in both places, John Merrill, the Secretary of State, told me in, in, uh, in uh, Alabama, too. There was no, we have, we're the, we are the gold standard for elections here. Donald Trump won. Well, now let's think about this. If you're just like you said with the counties, you only need X amount to take the state of Arizona's electors. Well, you need 270 to take the whole United States. So you, you spread it out over 50 states. And you say, okay, Ohio, you're overwhelming. Ohio won by, do you know, Ohio, Donald Trump really won by a million votes. And they say the big lie says he only won by 500,000 votes. So they took a half a million votes from Donald Trump just in Ohio. But there was nothing happened in Ohio. You know, this is where we're at, everybody hey, watching tonight. Yeah. There's another deviation you're going to just love. We did this for all 17 contests in Arizona. And I don't know if you have time to show it, Brandon, but the very same kind of pattern happened in not just the presidential contest, but for all of the congressional contests, for the county board of uh, oh, elections, oh. for the sheriff, Where, which file for is the... Pull up the one that says mail-in ballot counting was manipulated, part one, appendix yeah. ratios only. Okay. Not that one. Wow. So, you know, that could explain why a lot of these, uh, the Republicans, 
um, that they don't want to get inside the machines. Maybe they were elected because of the who knows, you know, I mean, everything that sounds like everything was selected, not elected, right? Yeah, this is the one that says appendix ratios only. Yep. It's a PowerPoint. Yep. And you can just now just just go click, click, click through the slides. This is all 17 races in Pima County. What we're looking for is a horizontal line that wow. indicates no manipulation. Oh, my. I don't think I've seen a horizontal line yet. Nope. That's yep, wow. go back up. You guys all should be horizontal lines. Not, now, not go, back, now go, back to the, go back to the first slide and just read the caption at the top. So just read president, next slide, read who it's for. Okay, let me zoom in a little bit if I can. I guess not. All right, there we go. So that was president, electors, United States Senator, U.S. Representative in Congressional District 1, 2, District 3, uh, State Senator District 2, State Senator District 4, State Senator District 10, State District, wow. State Senator District 11, State Senator District 14, Board of Supervisors District 1, Board of Supervisors District 2, Board of Supervisors District 3, District 4, District 5, Sheriff, County Recorder, and that was it. So, there, so everyone, does everyone get that? They're stealing our whole country. They're stealing everything. Is that correct? Every single race in Pima County was manipulated. Every single race in Pima County in the state of Arizona. Now, now I had heard that Pima County had more votes than voters. Is that true or you guys don't know about that? I've heard conflicting reports about that. I don't know. But I will tell you this, I'll bet it was a big turnout of names in Pima County because you can see all the, they front loaded, you, you guys, just so you know, everybody, everybody that watched Arizona the night of the election, everybody, right away, all of a sudden, Biden's ahead. Uh, you know, remember when Fox called in early because they're in on it? Remember, shame on you, Fox. Well, let me tell you, they, I watched Arizona more than any other state that whole election because I'm going... That's impossible. You don't jump out to that big of a lead. And then it, it spent all election night, went like this, went like this. Boom, it stopped. You know why it stopped? Because Donald Trump was going to go on by by 80,000 votes and they had to stop it. It took almost nine days to count 2% of the votes. So they got caught. Maricopa County, they got caught. They go, how are we going to lie with over 200,000 votes in Maricopa County, we don't have enough names. We got names to use, but we don't. We got to switch all these ballots and bring in fake paper and everything else. And uh, um, I mean, this is this is uh, this is absolutely amazing. And I think it really shows with you guys' graphs there that <laughs> the scary part is I didn't even realize it happened in every down ticket too. Every every race. Every single race in Pima County. Now, did all the Democrats win or most of them? Uh, we, I didn't really look at uh, Democrat or Republican, but I think, Republican. I think most of I the think, winners were Democrat. I think, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you guys. If you uh, at, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if you look at the presidential race on page one, it pattern is pretty much exact as the last one for county recorder. Show that, guys. Wow. It's the, it's the same slope, uh, same uh, and, slope. and the same oh, ratio. Wow. But the, wow. 
you know, just just to summarize, in 30 years, we've gone from a 99% transparent process of hand-counted paper ballots to a zero transparency process of ballots go into machine and numbers come out and we have no idea what happened in between. This is why we can't trust the machines. We need to go back to hand-counted paper ballots and that's what this injunction in Arizona is all about. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you both. And I will say that this is, yeah, it is what it's about. If you at home, if you want to help, go here, go here to Frank's speech, sign the petition, everybody, sign the petition and share far and wide every, every, everyone you can telling them about the injunction and get everybody to sign this petition. And uh, I'd like to have you both back on again to do another whole presentation. I'm gonna, I, we got to get this up on Frank's speech, Brandon. This is, this explains everything, and it's so simple. Everybody, everybody watching tonight, every single state in this country was manipulated in this election, and it looks here what we have. All the down races were too. Jimmy Kimmel should have the three of you on his show. Yes, absolutely. Jimmy Kimmel should have this on his show. You guys are awesome. Let's uh, let's have you back. Can we get you back uh, maybe next week, Brandon? Uh, would that be? Yep. Would that work out? Yep, I'll work with you guys to get uh, it booked up. I'm thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Great job, this guys. So uh, this is, what a great presentation, Brandon. This is awesome. I mean, yeah. this uh, shows everything. But you guys were out of time, and uh, Brandon have a. Um, um, how, I know this will be, we'll, we'll do a push notification for the day after your birthday. Well, thanks for doing that last night. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you guys, this is amazing. Um, I'm going to get their, I'm going to get their, uh, presentation up online here. Everyone, this needs to be shared over the whole country. This is yep. absolutely amazing. This is smoke and stuff. It's over. Remember all the machines need to go. We need to melt them down to prison bars and put them all behind prison, including old Mark Zuckerberg. Every time someone writes that the, that the election conspiracies have been disproven or debunked, people should grab the URL of this program when we put it up tonight at Frank's speech and then drop that into the feedback section of the article. Because these people keep saying yeah. it's been debunked. I mean, they're starting to sound really stupid. Yeah, they, they really are. And Cheryl, if you're watching tonight, she's a great journalist from Business Insider. You know what, Cheryl? You know, you should uh, maybe do an article on this. These guys will come, you know, you can, you can, I can give you their phone. You can interview them. Great you idea. Know? We need to get the word out. This has got, we got to save our country, Brandon. Yep. We got to get rid of these machines. Everything is computerized, everybody. Nobody gets to pick a winner. They're selected for you. But yep. they were caught. We have... God gave us grace for such a time as this, and we're going to get rid of them. It's going to be the most amazing. The next election will be the best election, the most the most fair in history, Brandon. 2022. Yep. We'll see that, you there. That's the Lindell Report, folks. I hope you'll support him. Go to MyPillow.com, or actually go to FrankSpeech.com and click on the online store at the top. FrankSpeech.com, click on the online store at the top. Use that promo code L77, the buy one free, buy one, get one free sale is on. I don't know how long it'll last, so you don't want to delay graduation gifts, wedding gifts, and so much more. And it helps not only you and the people you give it to, but it helps those my pillow employees, keeps Lindell TV going, and helps the fight of Mike Lindell to fix 2021. Thanks for watching. It's been the Lindell Report with your host, Mike Lindell. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.